Welcome to Transform with Dr. Maggie Yu, the show about how to become a pilot and not a passenger in your health and in your life. Hey, everybody. I wanted to actually talk today about floating. And it's something that I started doing just a couple weeks ago. And this is my third time. I just finished my third float. And I'm Dr. Maggie Yu. And I'm an integrative physician, and we have a program to transform autoimmune disease naturally. And I have today with us Dana, and I'm going to let Dana introduce herself, and she's the owner of Float North. And we're going to talk about floating today, and I really want to actually introduce floating to the world of people with autoimmune disease and anyone who's interested in transforming their lives, because it's impacted me huge just in the last three weeks. So I want to talk to the guru here, so I'm going to let Dana introduce herself. All right. Hi, everybody. My name is Dana Heifel. I am a massage therapist by trade, although I opened Float North seven months ago. My first float was seven years ago and really inspired me. It was life-changing. I've meditated for the past 14 years, a type of Tibetan-style standing meditation that was pivotal in me kind of finding my own self and my just what I wanted to do in the world, how I want to impact the world. And after the first float, it really became obvious that that float therapy is a way to help people who need it the most, who hurt the most. If you're in physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual pain, floating is really an amazing way to address some of those those issues. Well, I'm going to start with um, a lot of people don't even know what floating is. That's even, true. Even though it's widely there's a lot, there's more and more places in most cities now to float. So I wanted to start with some basics, which is what is floating? Yeah, great question. So it is a four foot by eight foot tub, typically, it can vary, that is filled with about 10 or 11 inches of a solution that is mostly liquid magnesium. It's heated to your skin temperature and The room, typically, or cabin or pod, there's many different styles, is lightproof and soundproof. So you have no input to your nervous system, no touch, no taste, no sound, no temperature, and you're weightless. You're held weightlessly in this solution of magnesium. Most of us are deficient in magnesium. That's something we can go into later, but... When you're in this environment, your body goes into a deeply restorative healing state. It's a pretty simple thing in terms of it's like a very large bathtub filled with liquid magnesium that you lie in. And because it's so dense, it's denser than the Dead Sea, you float. About half of your body is in and half of your body is out and you're laying down. Typically lasts about an hour. Some places have 90-minute floats and some places have two-hour floats. You can really, you know, you can select your time. Here at Float North, we do hour floats, and if you want to request longer, you can. It's typically done on your own and typically done nude. You can wear a bathing suit if you're more comfortable that way, but in all float centers that I've been to, which is numerous, you have your own suite. So you have your own shower, your own float room, and it's just, it's private and just for you. So let's talk a little bit about this whole, you actually say that there's a thousand pounds 
of salt in one of these small, it's not huge, but in one of these steps, there's a thousand pounds of salt. Yes. Can you explain that? How do you get a thousand pounds of salt in? It looks like water, feels like water, mm-hmm. but there's a thousand pounds in there? Yes, yes. So the the solution is it has a little bit of water, but it's mostly magnesium. Magnesium sulfate is a type of salt that when heated and when mixed with water, it dissolves. When it dries, it expands to 10 times its size. So it looks like a lot of salt when it's dry. So you put in a thousand pounds of this, and then when you add a little bit of water and you add heat, it melts and the molecules become much smaller because they're bonding with each other and with the water molecules. And so you end up with this viscous liquid that's a little bit similar to mineral oil. I mean, it is different from water and and it's smooth. Yes, it's smooth. It's great for skin and hair. Yeah. It's fantastic for the entire body, muscles, everything. Yeah. So this magnesium, the role of magnesium, let's talk about that. It's a very high gradient. I mean, when you look at the osmolality of the salt, a thousand pounds in that fluid and your skin and what's inside your body. Can we talk about like, first of all, what is the health benefits of magnesium? And then second of all, how does that process work to drive magnesium into your body? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. So magnesium is what our muscles use to relax. Calcium is what they use to contract. So if you think of making a fist or picking up something with your arm, you're using calcium. Your muscles are using that molecule to fire those neurons and pull the muscle together. It uses magnesium to relax that. Your bones also need both calcium and magnesium to be strong. Magnesium in the system doesn't last very long. It has a very short life in our system. It gets depleted quickly with stress, with sugar, caffeine, alcohol. These all deplete magnesium in our system. Foods like almonds, spinach, avocado have magnesium. You can also take a magnesium supplement. A lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. When you take it internally, you're able to get some nutrients. So whether it's a, a mix like Calm, Natural Calm, I think is a, a mm-hmm. brand. That's a great way to get magnesium. Yeah. But when you absorb it through your skin, it's vastly different, far more effective, mm-hmm. really incredible for hydrating your cells. So most of us have dehydrated cells, and that doesn't mean that you aren't drinking enough water. Water simply can't get into the cell unless you have an ion. A salt ion is needed, and you can have salt in the form of potassium or sodium or magnesium, or many, many different types of salt. Mm -hmm. So when you have this salt molecule, when you're absorbing magnesium through your skin in a float tank, it's going to take the water, the salt ion brings water past the cell membrane and into the cell, which allows it to flush out the cell and take out the waste that the mitochondria make. So the mitochondria are responsible for creating energy in our cells. Mm -hmm. When you have an autoimmune disorder, you often have low energy, Mm-hmm. And that's because your cells literally cannot function properly. They're full of waste and they're not, they don't have enough water to wash the waste out. So when you have a solution like liquid magnesium, your cells can get the hydration that they need. There's many different ways to hydrate your cells. You can get a massage, you can breathe, you can roll out on a foam roll, you can jump on a trampoline. But one of the best ways to actually carry water past the cell membrane into the cell is with salt ion. 
and I'm not talking about table salt here, but different types of, mm-hmm. of minerals that we need mm-hmm. for our body to function properly. We used to get these Fascinatingly enough, a lot of people who are in the ocean a lot or who do hot springs get the benefits of these natural salts because they are in natural bodies of water, but we are taking showers in sterile water. You can take an Epsom salt bath at home. That's also a fantastic way to get some salt, but you'll notice that your fingers get wrinkly in a bath. It's because it's actually leaching the I just noticed my fingers are not wrinkly. They're not wrinkly. And After, I was in there for an hour. For an hour. But if you if you soak in your bathtub at home, then your fingers get wrinkly because it's actually your body trying to hold on to its salts. The water wow. is drawing it out of your body. Okay, you just blew my mind. I know. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. So when you are floating, your fingers, you can stay in the pool for an hour and your fingers do not get wrinkly because you're absorbing. And the other thing to know is that your, your skin is such a great organ. It's the biggest organ in your body. It does not bring in more magnesium than you need. So if your body is full and you're hydrated, it's not going to take in more. You can't get a magnesium overload. Your mm-hmm. skin is regulating that. Yeah. So, you know, what I noticed is, is that Frankie is our functional nutritionist, and she always says that our gut is our inside skin, and then we have our outside mm-hmm. skin. And what's interesting thing is, is that if you actually consume magnesium in your inside skin and you're expecting your gut to absorb it, it's actually a really poor absorption mm-hmm. tool. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest problems with taking magnesium supplements is the lack of absorption mm-hmm. of it. Yes. It runs and right through you. Literally, if you take too much, you will have the runs. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the thing is, is that as an integrative physician speaking to clients and patients about magnesium, I'd say, yeah, sure, take magnesium supplements. There's a lot of benefits. But the problem is, is literally 99% of supplements, magnesium supplements on the market aren't even absorbed. And even the really good brands, your gut does have a problem absorbing it. So people actually don't get that much health benefits from consuming magnesium. It's true. Yep. Versus, like, I could tell you right now, like, and we could talk about this. What do you think, just talking about magnesium, what do you think are some of the health benefits or emotional? What are the benefits of magnesium while floating? What have you seen? What have you, I can tell you what I've experienced, but I'd love to hear what. Yeah, I'd love to hear what you have as well. Um, For me, I mean, it's a, it's a calming mineral. So it helps, it helps kids with ADHD. It helps Mm -hmm. adults with ADHD or ADD. So it helps calm the mind. And the nervous system in general. I'm not an expert in this, actually, in Mm -hmm. in terms of how it affects the body. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's there's two pieces to float therapy. That one is what they sensory reduction, which is having a reduced amount of input into your nervous system, which helps the nervous system recover. Helps our adrenals. It helps everything kind of get back to a place that is no longer fried. We're going to get there. I want to actually really talk about the sensory deprivation piece mm-hmm. that we're talking about. But for me, let's finish up the magnesium mm-hmm. piece, which is this, is that a lot of times, you know, people ask me, should they take magnesium, let's say, for sleep? And people also think about taking magnesium to help relax their muscles. And so, like, on those two physical benefits, like, what have you experienced? What have you seen with people with that? Because oh, yeah. this is huge for our audience. A lot of people are dealing with chronic insomnia. Right. Or they're dealing with chronic pain. Right. Um, yes. And just speaking of magnesium alone, I mean, or what you've seen in those two symptoms, what have you seen? I think that the most of the pe- most people float for pain reduction. Mm-hmm. Whether it's low back pain, migraines, a shoulder injury, just general muscle ache, 
that's the main reason that that I see people floating. Mm-hmm. A lot of people float for anxiety and mm-hmm. depression, and a lot of and the studies that have been done, the peer reviewed scientific studies, have been done on populations with chronic levels diagnosed serious levels of anxiety where they don't have a job or a home sometimes. And so anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, insomnia, even jet lag. It's right. great for so many different levels of these issues because yeah. we can look at pain can be, you know, you can have even grief. When you get some time to yourself, it really helps move through so many different things. There's so many different levels. You can look at the surface level of just the physical pain. Well, then the number one surface level physical pain. If Mm -hmm. someone's coming to float for physical pain, what can they expect? Relief. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's almost immediate. I had one client who he had shattered his leg and he came out of the float tank in tears Mm -hmm. of joy for not having pain. He wouldn't take... He was one of those purists who wouldn't take anything for the pain of recovering. And it was the first time he had zero pain mm. in his leg. His, you know, the doctors looked at the, it helped him heal so much faster from this shattering of his leg. Mm-hmm. On the other side of that coin, a lot of people do experience, say, for example, for me, if I have some wrist issues because I've taken some heavy falls and I'll notice my wrist more. It'll actually be more painful during the float, but afterwards it's gone. Mm-hmm. So it's just my body is hyper aware of it for a little while mm-hmm. and it sends all of the nutrients and healing that the body, the body can heal itself. Yeah. And when you're aware that there's pain instead of numbing it and pressing it down and yeah. pushing it away. So sometimes people actually are like, oh, wow, I realized how sore my neck was or I realized how sore I am. And that actually helps your body heal from that. So I think this refers to the next level of pain, which I think that a huge part of pain is because of your brain. And I think there's this whole neuroplasticity around the pain pathways that are going through your head. And that is relating to physical pain, but also emotional pain as well. Mm -hmm. There is something about this not having all these senses around, no light, no sound, temperatures exactly at your body temperature, floating without pressure points anywhere in your body. You're not getting even sensory, much proprioception input. Can you talk about like, what I know what I experienced, but like as far as neuroplasticity, rewiring the pathways in your brain. Absolutely. Let's talk about that. What do you see? What have yeah. you experienced? Yeah, that's a big question. It's changing things on every level. It's re, it absolutely is rewiring your brain in terms of how you're experiencing your body. It increases something called proprioception, which you mentioned, which is knowing where your body is in space. Mm-hmm. It increases interoception. That's knowing what's going on inside your body. For example, am I hungry? Am I tired? Do I need to go to the bathroom? You know, down to where, you know, I can feel if, if my organs are a little bit off because mm-hmm. I'm so much more in tune with my body. Like, oh, maybe I should stop eating cheese or whatever. I can just kind of feel what needs to happen and Mm -hmm. and I can adjust. And it's not that I'm always going to. That's fascinating because for me, like, you know, in working with people about their autoimmune disease, right? One of the most important thing that I think it's a missing link is really cause and effect, right? People are so mired in symptoms that they're really just looking at the end result of all these bad processes right. that are happening. And they're just, it's all about the pain. It's all about, you know, the suffering that they're in right now. Mm-hmm. So it's very, the cause is gone. Yeah. And it's almost like you got to go back. Yep. You got to go back to where did this begin? 
And a lot of times, like when I know when I'm, I, I'm laying in the tank, it's crazy to actually be hyper aware. Mm-hmm. Like I have chronic neck pain mm-hmm. and it's really interesting when I'm laying in there, I'm become almost hyper aware of the positioning of my neck. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that when I lengthen my neck, I could hear really well. Yep. My bones move. Yes. And I could hear my neck realigning. Yes. Right. And so that experience was kind of like you, you just lose sight of the fact that position matters. Yep. Lengthening of your body matters. Right. Yep. But you are so hyper aware of it that I actually feel like as I'm laying in there, you think it's an hour, but it's totally you're retraining the position of your body. Yes. In weightlessness. Yes. And it's that awareness that you're talking about that changes everything. For example, a lot of us have shoulders that have a forward posture or forward head posture. And unless you're aware of it, your body's not going to correct it. When your nervous system and your brain become aware of it, and it doesn't have to be conscious. It's like you said, when you're laying in the tank, you feel your neck open up and you're like, oh, this is different. You hear it. You hear it. And your brain starts to say, oh, there's a new normal now. And it's not the normal that we were talking about earlier before the before we started recording, but it's it's the normal of what your body needs. Mm-hmm. Really listening from within, from inside. It's normal versus optimal. Mm-hmm. And we forgot that our body actually knows how to be optimal yes. if we actually listen to it. Amen. Yeah. It's almost like everything goes and clouds it. Like, you know, ergonomics of working at a desk, the thoughts that are intrusive about work, you know, all the noise is right. actually constantly dragging your body from optimal to normal. Right. To normal shit. Right. We don't even realize we're driving heavy machinery and mm-hmm. we think it's normal. It's cars, you know, there's airplanes, there's cars, there's radio, there's TV, there's social media, there's Instagram, there's you're on the computer all day at work. You're pushing out of your head and it's there's nothing that reconnects us to ourselves. Where do you get that downtime to know who you are and where you're going and what is causing this pain? Well, it's why people walk barefoot to ground themselves. And the act of just walking your foot on the ground to propriocept what your foot feels like on the ground, that's a normal experience as a baby, as a child, as a toddler. This is how we learn to walk. But we don't even understand, like we don't even walk without shoes anymore. Right, right. Even at home, you've got slippers or shoes or... yeah. So this whole relearning some of these skills, going back to what was in the beginning, like what trusting your body. And so for me, like this is a fascinating. I think when you are completely like there are no senses going on, you're floating. I'm now like have I feel like I'm relearning how to be aware of my body. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> like I can actually be like part of loving yourself and self worth and the work that we're doing on personal growth. Yes, is awareness, right? But we yes. think it's all about the brain. But this is this is both. There's there is physical awareness here that's really bringing you almost back to the womb. Yes. Yes, we are physical beings for a reason. You can't just be a talking head. When the body has such rich information for us, the sayings that we have like a gut feeling or a pain in the neck or, you know, those things are real. We're learning that the gut has as many neurons or more than the brain. You know, we need to listen to our bodies on a deep level. We're sure we're a spiritual being having a physical experience or whatever that saying is. But we are physically here. This is really important. The way to really optimize yourself is to get in touch with your body. Presence. Presence. Amen. Yes, it's that being present. 
And that's one of those things I struggled with is that my, you know, I'm very tasky person. Mm-hmm. I, I'm busy. I'm doing a lot. There's a lot of demands. All of us are right. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually literally feeling like I'm relearning how to be present. And we think about that as emotional, but to me, a huge part of this journey for me is physical mm-hmm. presence. Yes. And this is a high five over the air. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I'm getting kind of emotional, but just even in the last three weeks, just being present with my body, even though it's in a float for 60 minutes, right? It's, I can't believe how much more present I feel every single day. I don't flow every day. No, but it's like, I feel more present. Yes. Yes. And like I was saying, you look so different. You are like, I can connect with you deeper. There's more of you here. Your face looks different. Mm -hmm. You are in the world different just Mm -hmm. from when I first met you three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating to watch that transformation happen Mm -hmm. with people just over a very short period of time when your cells get hydrated and your nervous system gets a break. The body can heal. It can recover. You can get back in touch with yourself, figure out where you want to go and who you want to be. It's possible. Just need a little bit of downtime. It's not even that much downtime. It's an hour, you know, like out of all the hours that we spend in the day. So I want to ask you about your story. Why are you doing this? Well, gosh, where do I start? Like I said, I've studied meditation for the past 14 years, and that was pivotal in me becoming a massage therapist and in me opening up Float North. But before that, I was an industrial designer. I went to school in New York City. I got a job right out of college. I was burnt out, miserable, working tons for somebody that I didn't like, doing something that I didn't like. And it made me miserable. I was numbing out in a myriad of different ways. We all do it differently. There's different addictions and different things that we all do to numb out. Mm -hmm. So... In 2006, I got laid off and changed my life. Best thing ever, right? Yeah, best thing ever. Best thing ever. Started working at a bakery, started sweeping floors and washing dishes, and moved up to, you know, assistant manager or something. Started taking classes, doing meditation, qigong. I did do yoga in high school, and I felt like that really helped me mm-hmm. get in touch with my body mm-hmm. at a very critical mm-hmm. point. But I had lost that connection, Mm -hmm. trying to be an adult, so to speak, Mm -hmm. found my Qigong teacher, who is a Tibetan trained from the age of seven, powerfully aware person who really helped me become aware physically, mentally, emotionally, energetically, all of those things, decided to become a massage therapist so that I could meditate while I worked because it's a moving meditation for me, mm-hmm. working on people's bodies and being an industrial designer is really, I'm very tactile. I love working with my hands and I mm-hmm. see people as art. Mm-hmm. I can help unwind and unravel and help you be your best. And so, and not only that, but we're doing it physically and energetically. I've trained in shiatsu, which is a Japanese form of body work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing for me, the best modality. So all that to say, being a massage therapist, I wanted to help people more. I can only do so much with my two hands. I can only do so much with one person at a time. Why not have more tools? Yes, more tools. Float therapy is amazing. After, you know, seven years ago was my first float, and it it was pivotal. I knew from the first float that I was going to open a float center. Really? Yes. How come? I had a vision. It was bizarre. 
I, you know, they talk about, I don't know if you can see Homer Simpson and Lisa Simpson float on TV. <laughs> and it, Lisa has these hallucinations. But that really does happen sometimes for some people. Yeah. Where you can kind of see and have, because you're in the in-between place. You're, the studies show your brain goes to a place called theta. Theta is a wavelength. Normally, we're, our brains are in alpha and beta. When you're in theta, you're between awake and asleep, and your brain gets to, like, defrag and process. Yeah. But it also can create. So it's really, once, you're, once you've started to heal, you can kind of move into these other places with floating that help you be more creative or help you with personal growth. A lot of people are just using it to, to like, I need to get a handle on my physical or my well-being. After you've gotten a handle on the physical well-being, you can take it to another level and yeah. really start to get creative and use it for, for creation. Mm-hmm. We, we create from darkness. I mean, it is such a beautiful, all of the ancient cultures know this, like the creative force, you know, in, in Chinese medicine, you've got the yin and the yang and mm-hmm. the yin is the, is the dark and the creative and mm-hmm. the, the place where things come from. Mm. So what you're saying is this is a creative masterpiece for you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> thank, thank you. That's very kind of you. <laughs> no, but that, that really is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to build a beautiful sanctuary where people could come to heal and thrive. And you said community was the community. Yeah. It's huge for you. Yeah. Community is it. It's I need people's help as much as they need mine. How do you think community applies here for you at Float here? I it's, mean, Float oh Park. gosh, it's ever evolving. Right now, we're seven months old. I'm I'm relying on my community very heavily Mm -hmm. just to function. I have everybody that works here is volunteer. Wow. (laughs) Well, you're the owner. You're, of course, a volunteer. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I'm I'm the owner, and and I have five volunteers that help out. Wow. I want to get to a place where it's makes sense to hire staff. I mean, I I do have staff that are LMTs, massage therapists, that are paid for their time. And I have people who are here to float and they're here to help me. And we have this beautiful relationship where I've known them for years and they are helping me and I am able to give them floats and help wow, them. Wow, this is a synergistic relationship you have it with is. the community. It's a, it's a, in some ways it's very subversive because we're taking business, uh, capitalism, and making it community. Like, we know that the world needs to change. I just actually listened to an interview of the author of We First. Ah, um, yes, yes, oh yes. Oh, my God. It was mind-blowing yes. yesterday. And Simon was talking about this exact same thing mm-hmm. yesterday, about how we've lost sight of the fact that most brands have a problem marketing their products because they're broadcasting just buy my product, buy my product, right. buy my product. It's about them. Yeah. But We First really is a movement about where it's really, you got to use all the technology, all the marketing, all this. It's really, what is the role of your brand in society? What is your contribution? What is the relationship and engagement you have with people? That's why people buy now. So there's actually a synergy between business. For I think business and major brands to be successful, there needs to be a synergy between not just the product they're selling, but what is what is their contribution and engagement of the community? What are the relationships they're building? What is their movement? And you actually look at the best companies and there's a movement behind it, right? Absolutely. And I, that's what you're saying. It's, is, it's, this is a movement for it, you. Oh, it is. It is. And it's not, and it's all of those companies and myself, we are the same. It's a movement across humanity. It's happening. This is happening. As much as we think that the world is terrible and everything's going to hell, no. 
it's really changing. Our consciousness is changing. Humans are not individuals. We are a single organism. We're, we're more connected than there. Yes. My like, says we're more alike than this alike. Yes. Well, we're, we're kind of like, I think this is totally my theory, so throw it out if it doesn't fit for, for you, but we're more like ants. Ants are a community that, that work together kind of as a unit. They, or they bee, are a unit. They are a unit. Or bees. You know, they're this social structure that need each other. They cannot function without with just one bee. Yeah. You can't have just one ant. They need all of the whole community. Humans are the same. We're no different, but we've convinced ourselves. Our culture thinks that we're individuals, but we're not. I need you just as much as you need me. We cannot do this alone. I think it's a big issue where we value significance so much in our society that contribution has gone down the shithole. Mm. So I think as a lot of businesses, like your business and my business, we are evaluating how do you actually take contribution and make it front and center? And it is a business. Yes. And why can't we use businesses to contribute? Yes. And it may be even a more powerful way to be able to contribute. Yes. It's very powerful. Exactly. It's, it's a, we're a stepping stone to something else as well. But a business is a tool to do something even greater. But I also think there's a stepping stone to something else that, that we don't even know what it is yet. So I think to me, and we're going to go back to, and it's full circle, which is that I started with a float today and, you know, and, and this is the end of my third float. And what I have found is, is that I think that it's not about floating itself. It is. But to me, it's just another tool. And we're missing a lot of tools for building community, for raising to a higher level of consciousness, for contributing to the world. I love the fact that this isn't about, it is about floating, but it's really about big, what is our role in society? What is presence? What is contribution? Mm-hmm. It's really so much more than mm-hmm. that. And that's why I, I think this is a great conversation mm-hmm. in putting it all together. Right. You know? And also bringing it back to what you started with, or some of what you started with, but autoimmune diseases, we really need each other to help heal from that. Like, well, think about autoimmune disease. What is autoimmune disease? Yeah. Autoimmune disease is where your immune system, which is supposed to work for you, is working against you. Is actively looking at your own body part and is trying to kill you. Yeah. And that to me, that is ironic. Yes. That is how messed up our society yes. is. And autoimmune disease is the fastest rising chronic disease in, on the planet now. It's the fastest growing I disease. I didn't know that. Now. Wow. But because there's all sorts of reasons why people aren't aware of that, because there's a lot of diagnosis problems. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's that it's that's why for me, the awareness of bringing it back to the basics, which is mm-hmm. what's causing this problem. Mm-hmm. How can we fix that? It's mm-hmm. not about being stuck in the muck with all these symptoms. Right. You got to go back. Yes. And, and just like if you have like you twist your ankle, the ankle swells up and gets inflamed. And that's it's saying, hey, there's something wrong here. This individual having an autoimmune disorder or having depression or having whatever is our organism of humans saying, hey, there's something wrong here. We need to change. Let us change. Let us do this together. Let's make change. And what I've noticed even in the last three weeks is this. I've been, I have battled insomnia most of my life. And it was shocking to me. I did not expect that for the past three weeks, every single night, my mind has learned how to just, I'm finally actually recognizing that I'm the being that has thoughts. Mm -hmm. The thoughts don't, is not what makes my being. Mm -hmm. So to actually be able to witness the thoughts and say, okay, I'm still here and I'm still me and I can let that go. Mm -hmm. That's huge. I know. Wow. 
I'm so, I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. But then I had no idea how to relearn that skill that I learned as a child, right? Right. right. It was like I lost it all because of all the noise of the world and yep. all the patterns that were in. And within the first, second session, my brain had relearned how to do this. Yes. I'm shocked. Yes. And it doesn't just apply to sleep. Because what I've noticed is now that I'm sleeping better and I'm waking up more energy, I also find that my recognition and awareness of myself has translated into presence. Mm-hmm. I noticed I was just on a call, um, my last three calls with um, our people we're working with in the program. It, I always have, my brain is very tasky and busy. And just to be able to actually look at a person and have presence and focus on them, I was like, wow, this feels really different. Mm-hmm. It's a game changer. It's a life changer. And it changed the interaction I was able to have. Mm-hmm. We just did a group call about some of the people we're working with had parents and family that was dying. And the level of conversation and connection that we were able to have because of my presence was totally different. Mm-hmm. So this is translated into a lot of layers of awareness and personal growth. Yeah. That is astounding and profound. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that reminds me of something that my teacher says, you know, you can't work with an empty cup. You have to fill your own cup first. Mm-hmm. If you are depleted and not able to be present, most of us are so used to being depleted that we don't even know what being present is, mm-hmm. what that feels like. And so when you fill your own cup, when you take care of yourself, when you have the things that you need or you're able to reach out and ask for help or whatever it is, you're able to have downtime and finding ways to get that in each little tiny step that you can do, whether it's just taking a breath. It's going to change a conscious breath. It's going to change things pivotally. Yeah. And you can take that moment and each moment make another conscious choice of where you're going to go. Float therapy is what helps people realize that on their own. You have the power to do that. It's great to see a counselor. It's great to go to a doctor. It's great to get supplements. It's great to get a massage. It's great to go for a hike. It's great to just have a nap or take some downtime or to go to an exercise class. You know what's better? You really need to get in touch with yourself. Learning the skill of how to have self-awareness and presence. Yes. You can do all that. that skill and command it. How powerful would you be? How much more would your life change? Well, how would that change every interaction you have with another human being? Mm -hmm. How would that change the world? That's the consciousness change that's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I want to end with just saying that for me, what I see flow therapy is, is almost like going back to the womb to get rehydrated. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. That's what it feels like for me. Mm -hmm. I feel like literally I'm back in my mom's womb. Yes. And I'm getting this hydration. And in my mom's womb, the amniotic fluid is a salt solution. Yes. That's what it feels like to me. It's like I'm literally going back to my mom's womb. Yeah. Yes. And And you're not the only one. That's, That's a very common thing that people come out and say that they feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I've delivered a lot of babies and the amniotic fluid has a silky. Interesting. I didn't know that. I've never delivered a baby. It's the silky warm fluid that feels just like I'm floating. Um, Wow. So literally I I wanted to bring this to people because it's just, there's so many layers of this. I mean, we could talk for hours about this. Yes. We only scratched the surface. I wanted to introduce this to people as a modality, obviously for physical pain, but there's just so much more to this. It was originally created in the 1950s for consciousness exploration. And then they realized with using magnesium sulfate that it could help your body heal. (laughs) Physically was that your site. Yes. Your body was able to go into that regenerative state state 
of being in the womb or being in deep sleep. You know, it's where your body regenerates and you have enough hydration in your tissue to do so for the first time in years or decades. Well, Dana, thank you for building this beautiful business and space and your engagement in the community and for helping me bring you back to my womb. My mom's womb. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's like full circle. Yes. I'm looking forward to getting to know you more. And thank you so much for letting me share on the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Dana. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. I hope that was helpful. Thanks for your support in raising awareness and sharing this. To learn more about our program, visit drmaggieu.com forward slash talk.